0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Once again, Icon and Granny Hulkster here with me. This is the name that the Big Swing gave me, or excuse me, the name that the Icon gave me, uh, Big Swing, here with you on the number one wrestling podcast on the internet. And that that's a fact, Jack. You can look it up. Stats don't lie. Uh, so I'm here with you guys. How are you guys feeling?
2: I'm good. I've been better, but I'm fighting through it.
1: Yeah, for those of you who don't know... If for those of you who don't know, Icon was in a um, was in a pretty bad accident. Um, what was it? Two weeks ago.
2: Yeah, about that. Well, I actually know. Uh, almost it's almost going on four weeks now.
3: Yeah, it was close to Christmas time, wasn't it, Icon?
2: Right. Yeah, it was the twenty seventh of December. So one, two. Well, yeah, it'll be four <laughs> weeks on the seventeenth.
3: So. I'm
2: fighting through, and I just uh, found out, I uh, just got a message that our uh, co-host, our other co-host, is trying to call in, so uh, I don't know if he's dialing the wrong number or what, but
4: um, is he there? With the 918 area code?
2: hmm
3: Yep. Oh, oh, that, yeah, yeah,
1: they're on. I wasn't sure okay. if that was like, I wasn't sure if that was like the first guest, and it was just calling early or whatever it was, but now they're on.
2: Okay. All oh, right. Oh,
5: it's no. pretty... Is pretty boy Doug Masters.
2: Hey Doug, Hey, Doug. How
5: are you? Welcome, hey welcome guys, how co-hosting duties. Yes, sir. All, All right. right. Now, nobody so. else nobody else does it better than the pretty boy. How you guys Hello. doing? You?
2: So, uh, and I don't know what that tinging is, but we need to find a way to mute that. But uh yeah, Doug Masters is my surprise buddy. Uh, when uh Big Swing is uh doing his double duty, uh Doug Masters will kind of help, you know. So I'm not the one talking all the time.
1: Uh, you said duty. That
6: one?
5: Yeah. <laughs> what kind of duty is he doing? Uh, all every, <laughs> everything, every, everything that you could think of. Oh, there you go, there you go. Well, how's everybody doing tonight? Good. Uh, we good. have a uh, we have
2: we have a three guest night uh, tonight.
5: So, uh, okay. sounds good to me.
1: Yeah. And I've got basketball and stuff. I got a lot of the the post game stuff for, uh, my orange men beating Duke. That was great. So like I said, I'm going to be in and out and stuff. So.
5: Okay. Gotcha. Granny, how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while.
3: I- I know, I, I'm good. I've just been really, really super busy and granny's even gonna be busier here in the next few months. So, you know, and maybe even the next year or so I've got a couple things coming up that I've got to take care of and I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be busy so but it's all good, so
5: Oh that's cool. Yeah, I mean I just go back from the doctor i to have surgery on my ankle I broke it a couple months ago And I'm going to do surgery in, in two weeks But i still talk on the phone It's no big deal Oh good Yeah oh. People say how come you pretty boy Why are you breaking so many bones all them years I was in the ring breaking bones You know what I'm saying It's coming back to haunt
2: <clears throat> Oh boy
1: so, Icon, um, you, uh, you had mentioned um, a three-guest show coming on tonight. Who do, we, who do we got on with us?
2: Well, tonight we have uh, uh, Shannon uh, Robileski. We have okay. Jackson Stone. And we have a return guest. Uh, she's been on with us a few times before. She likes the show, and she just likes keeping on. We have Onyx on with us. So okay. that will be awesome.
6: Yes it will.
1: So that's oh. good. Um now again I'm watching this this whole thing. Do you think that the um the <coughs> WWE uh you know how the they they said that um like mm. the oh they're they're doing you know they're they're doing um you know the what what the fans want and all this other stuff. I mean, do, do you think that that was just, you know, okay, that one week, they're getting ratings, they're getting people drawn in. You, do you think that they, they've sort of gotten away from that a little bit? Or, uh, or Granny, you've been watching it tonight. I haven't really gotten much of a chance to watch
6: it.
3: No, do you I, this, don't, um, I don't. think they're getting away I, from I, it I or no? still, I think they're still sticking to what they said a few weeks ago when they made this big change, that they're going to give the fans what they want. I mean, yeah. They're doing a few promos here and there But it's not like It had been I mean I I think they're still sticking to their word You know they, They agreed to give the fans what they want And I mean so far they seem to be sticking to it Now if Corbin You know if he doesn't come out and quit running his mouth But you know that's We all know how I feel about boring Corbin But you know Anyways it's it is what it is, you know, but I mean, they're pretty much sticking to what they said they would do so far, so, you know, only time will tell, but you know, so far, uh-huh. they're giving the fans, I think, still what they want to see. I Who I hates to, don't who don't more think. here?
1: Who hates who more? Granny? Oh, shoot, I almost knocked that over. Granny hates Corbin? Or you hate Kevin Owens more? Who who, who, who,
3: who <laughs> A no-brainer there, big swing. We all know how Icon feels about Kevin Owens.
2: Oh yeah, I, I think my loathe for him is bigger than uh, Granny's for Baron Corbin. That's for sure. Huh. Of, course don't like
3: Brock of course, I don't like Brock Lesnar. Of course, I don't like Brock Lesnar either. But you know, that's beside the point. Kevin, so you haven't seen Kevin Owens in quite some time,
1: and it has the hatred for him sort of, uh, you know, calmed down a bit. No.
2: No.
6: There, no. There
5: there there's no there's no saving grace. <laughs> okay. What did they what did they do just take him out of the storylines or do, uh, is he out on injuries?
3: No, he's over. I think he's, he's over, think he's he? over on NXT or something or TUF or something.
1: Like as a demotion type of thing, or is he like training guys? Because like I don't know, I don't know how you can I, go from from the world champ on both shows to be fighting in NXT. Like I, I don't, I don't know how that works. I, I, well, really I, I, I off. I'm
3: not, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly where he's at, but I know I saw a picture with him and some fans, um, somewhere. I. And I don't remember if it if it was talking about two hundred five live or NXT. I don't I don't remember, but he was actually in this picture with this girl and this person, like in one of those electric wheelchairs. I didn't. I just oh. glanced at it. I mean, I didn't read the you know the caption or anything like that. But uh, I just that briefly doing, saw it on that Facebook. Doing, so.
5: Yeah, maybe that not doing a lot of public appearances, like doing you know uh, charity work, maybe.
3: Uh, a lot of I the boys. I don't know. Doing that. I don't yeah. know, but
5: hmm. one time will tell. One time will tell. Yeah, I was watching Raw earlier and uh they got a big angle going around the US heavyweight championship with Brock Lesnar coming up to the Royal Rumble and uh they were just having a uh strawman was supposed to got it but Vince pulled up they did an angle there. I don't know if you've seen it while ago or not, Granny, but they did an angle there. With the, yeah, uh, I did. Uh, did you see that where he was looking yeah. for your your favorite wrestler there? And uh, <laughs>
3: Yeah, Corbin. They, they, and he
5: tipped Corbin.
3: over He tipped over yeah. Vince's limousine after he ripped the door Word off.
5: Oh, yeah. Word all up, yeah. Cost him $100,000 fine, so they're having a fatal boy right now as a streak, I believe. Um See who's go he, like, on like who takes his spot, spot right yeah. yeah, 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 that's what they're doing yeah tonight
6: and they great, they great. show
3: they showed Strowman leaving the building with being escorted out of the building there in Memphis with a. Police officers. So, you know, Vince wasn't too happy. Yeah, but you but. know what's going to happen.
1: Typical WWE fashion, he's going to show back up at the end and attack everybody and clean out the whole ring. And you know what I'm saying? That, that That's just how they do that. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, I <laughs> know. Mm-hmm. I know.
5: You know what, what's impressed me, guys, is, is the, all the divas there. They got a good roster of all the divas, you know. Uh, I heard the, seen the Bella Twins coming back, but their whole roster is. Uh, it's all good compared to them and compared to uh, Ring of Honor. I was watching their Divas a couple of weeks ago. Man, I tell you what, they need to go back and whoever trained them need to retrain them or something. Cause compared to both companies, uh, WWE is where it's at as far as Divas, you know. I mean, because, you know, half the show, almost half the show, if not more half the show, is made up of Divas, you know. Don't you agree, guys? Yeah, um, they're right they getting a big name. Like it, yeah. They're getting
3: a big name. They're getting a big name for themselves in the WWE right now. Of course, they've earned it too. So true. Oh yeah, they have.
5: Of course,
1: they've got some great, some some big, some some of the biggest
2: storylines. Yeah,
5: yeah, that's awesome. So it's a good time to be a diva if you're in the professional wrestling business right now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I always said if you a woman or a midget, you always get booked.
6: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
5: so, yeah, that's what I always told all guys. That's the old-timer you tell me, too, because there's a lot of <clears throat> men out there, but there's very few women and midgets that are uh, little guys, I should call I'm Sorry out there, everybody. Little guys, I should call them. There, uh, should call them. But, <laughs> been criticized a lot by saying that. The times have changed. <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah, unfortunately you can't really say much of anything anymore.
5: No, you can't, man. no, you can't. Um, uh, because I had one on my show and, and uh I brought it up and he kinda said, Hey, you know, nowadays, you know, they're 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 taking offense to it. So well, it's not only in the professional wrestling business, it's out there in everyday life, you know. See somebody see one at the mall and or pointing and this and that, you know, but but yeah, you gotta watch what you say nowadays. Correct. I'm excited. about Yeah, it. you know,
2: um, yeah, I've i I've, I've talked to you know a few of them, and uh, as a matter of fact, we're gonna have a uh, a special little person show. It's gonna be guys that are no taller than four feet. Uh, in uh, I believe it's next month, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, you know, I was kind of joking with him I said, so you don't want us to call you guys thigh high And stuff like that And they're like, <laughs> oh, you can do that That's actually pretty funny, you know
6: Hmm All right, well, Bobby yeah, we
3: Lashley can just won the belt it Just pinned Dean Ambrose
1: So All he's the Intercontinental drill. Champion?
6: Yep,
3: yeah, Bobby Lashley's hmm. a new Intercontinental Champion And he's got that little weasel Leo Rush in the ring with him I hate that guy can't stand him either. <laughs> you know, guys. I mute oh, my yeah. TV. I mute, I mute my TV when he starts talking.
2: You know, you guys. I'm not tooting my own horn here, because mm-hmm. it, it it has been stated I'm a better announcer
3: than that jerk is. Hmm. Well, anybody would be a better announcer than Leo Rush. I would even do a better job than him.
2: Right. So our our next guest should be – our first guest should – not our next guest. Our first guest should be calling in here shortly. Uh, so uh, be ready for that, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Leo
3: Rush, he pulled the rope down, and Seth Rollins got thrown out of the ring, and then Bobby Lashley came up from behind and pinned Dean Ambrose.
5: Yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk to a guest tonight because I did some research on them and
3: stuff, and they
5: all uh, they've all got credentials and uh, been places and did this and did that, so they're all doing good. Well, guys, I
2: just got a message. Our uh, our first guest is calling in. So, uh, and the format is just like I'll I'll ask a question, then you ask a question, or however we do it, but we'll keep it Mm -hmm. flowing. But we don't want to. uh, we don't want to over talk each other this is the main thing.
5: Gotcha. I understand.
6: Okay.
1: All right, so Icon, kind of, I'm gonna step aside here. I gotta do a little bit of coverage for the Syracuse Duke game, um, but I'm gonna put them through and uh let you do your thing. Oh ladies and gentlemen,
2: stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is our first guest of the night. She is what you would call <laughs> Hot stuff in the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Shannon Robleski.
7: Hi, guys. This is Shannon Hunter, and I am so glad to be with you tonight from New York City.
2: All right. Now, was that not the best uh, ring uh, introduction you've ever had? Tremendous. Fantastic. Awesome. So what we do here... Uh, is after uh, our guest gets the best ring announcement they've ever had because I do it, uh, we let them give us a little background about themselves and then we ask them uh, the questions. So if you want to give us a little background, then we'll uh, chat with you.
7: Absolutely. So my name is Shannon Hunter. I am uh, from the New York City area, and I was broken into the wrestling business in 1999 by Fat Frank Idavia, God rest his soul, at Jersey All Pro Wrestling. I started off very similarly to a lot of people like Paul Heyman and Jim Cornette as a photographer. And um, I worked at the LIWF doghouse, like Homicide and Loki and other people like that. Um, I began working in the early 2000s for Jason Knight at his company, and he became my mentor, taught me how to um, run a locker room and run a wrestling company and shortly after that i uh became a manager and um a performer myself i was trained how to do that by uh by jason knight and also uh the late rock and rebel and uh eddie valentine of uh, czw and i have worked for over 30 different wrestling companies managing uh over 50 different wrestling personalities in my 18 year career.
3: Wow. Now, wow that's uh That's amazing. Your,
2: right. In your time in the business, uh with all those different companies, have you had a have you uh been a title holder for any of those and if so, how many?
7: I don't. Um, I don't like to wrestle personally. My body doesn't love taking bumps. Although I will tell you a great story. My very first bump was taken in front of a live audience, um, and I was the recipient of a choke slam by the late Nate Hatred.
2: Okay. So did that put you out for a while?
7: Uh, no, not necessarily. But I just. Um, Bumping is not my strong suit. I really love. Um, I I've been um, I've been a manager. I've been a <clears> ring announcer. Um, I love to. I've I've owned my own company on more than one occasion. I love to be an agent, passing talent from territory to territory. Um, I'm am a talent scout. I do a lot of different jobs, but um, wrestling itself is not one of my favorite ones.
5: Oh yeah, so, I can Shannon, Pretty Boy Doug Masters here. How you doing?
7: Hi. Uh,
5: hi, hi. You talk about being a manager. Uh, who all have you managed in your careers?
7: Oh gosh, so many people. I've managed uh, Eddie Valentine, John Dahmer, Chris Wild. Um, I have managed Bill Daly. I have managed so a lot of people. It depends on um, where you are from on the East Coast. Um bazooka Joe, um, just Zach Connor, um, a lot of people that would be familiar to to people more so on the East Coast than if you are a wrestling fan down south or in the midwest.
6: Awesome And,
7: and
2: uh, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you doug, but uh, so uh, as a as a manager for all the you know for the different wrestlers. Did uh, did you uh, ask them to be their manager or did they say because uh, you're the best at what you do, they wanted you? Or how did that come about? Um, I,
7: for the most part, I was asked to work with certain talent um, either by them or by the promoter because I am the best at what I do and either a talent was struggling with getting over in a certain territory or um, I was needed for an angle or Or whatever have you Um, so that's why I would be brought in to enhance whatever was going on in a company at that time
6: so
2: basically uh, were you ever brought in uh, of course don't take this the wrong way what I'm about to say but uh, did you um, uh, were you did you were you ever brought in to make them look good or because they couldn't draw did that, was that ever a yes, situation?
7: absolutely. So I, I was brought in oftentimes because guys couldn't talk for themselves or because they were having a lot of trouble getting over or because they were very young or new in the business and they needed, to some, they needed somebody to help guide them. Um, I've worked with a lot of guys who'd never had a manager before. I've worked with a lot of guys who were their first year in the business um so, so, yeah, I mean, that's certainly true, and I think that that's the job of a manager is to help guide people who are struggling with their careers um you know, if somebody's doing great on their own, what do they need a manager for? you know so- so basically yeah. you're like
2: uh you're like a better looking version of Paul Heyman.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I think that it's a, I think managers
7: um are super important and I think that it's something that really needs to come back in wrestling on the indie scene. I think the larger companies are getting managers right and I think the indie scene doesn't realize the importance of it anymore and people are just not willing to hire and pay good managers anymore. The the talent exists on the indies it's just that people aren't willing to hire us and and pay us so
2: with uh with what you're doing now are you more of the managerial part or are you more of the owner part or more of the promoting part
7: i am currently i mean i am always looking to perform that is my first love um But right now, I am doing a lot of the promoting, um, and so what I am doing is I am performing the duties of a talent scout and an agent, primarily. So I am helping companies um, find talent, and I am helping talent find companies. So, And I'm also helping companies get connected to other personnel that they need, whether it is ring rentals, whether it is... Um, photographers, videographers, um, building rentals—all kinds of different things like that. I'm I'm helping companies get connected to personnel all the way around whatever they need, um, and then I'm also helping talent get connected to the companies that will help employ them.
2: So that leads me uh. to my next question: with with all the with all the good that you do for all the different wrestlers uh, and it sounds like you have uh, you know if you had a, a Rolodex there wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be enough room left for any more cars because it sounds like you have so many would you be able to hook us up with people that could be on our wrestlers that could be on our show that we could help get them over even more
7: absolutely i would love to do that there's always people that are looking to their name out there and especially now i think it's so key for people to create a buzz around their name because the field is so wide open and anybody can anything can really happen to anybody right now and um you know if you look at the joey janellas of the world and and things like that um, it, anything is possible and i think that shows like yours are important to creating buzz around people See, and the cool thing course. about this particular show, like, you know,
2: you have links to ours, Attitude Air Live. We have Doug Masters. He has a show on Wednesdays and Fridays. And uh, I also uh, help out another show, and I haven't heard from this individual for a long time, so I'm not going to mention it right now. And uh, my co-hosts know who I'm referring to. But uh, we would love to uh, maybe we could uh, chat like uh, sometime this week, and then we could just like, you know, get, uh, you know, hook up and find, you know, make a list of who you can get us and when we could get us and stuff like
7: that. Absolutely. I would love to be able to facilitate, um, to generate, to generate buzz and to, to also tell people's really interesting stories because there's a lot of interesting stories that need to be told.
2: Uh, Shannon you, uh, Hunter is our guest here We have about uh, Well we have about uh, 20, here, uh, 20 minutes or so here with us We're going to take a quick timeout. I had sent you a script to do a liner uh, We're going to go ahead and take care of that Now and then we'll uh, ask you The tough questions
7: Okay I have it in front of me the script So we're good to go Okay
2: so I'll count you down for five We'll go ahead and do that Ready here we go Five four three two one
7: Hey, this is Shannon Hunter. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, The Icon, The Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster.
3: Awesome. Cool. That was great. That was good.
2: So, no problem. so uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you another question and we'll let uh, Granny uh, ask it to you. Uh, when you're uh, as a manager, would you say that you're more of a baby face manager, a heel manager? an in-betweeny, or do you usually let the crowd decide what you're going to be that night?
7: I'm always a heel manager, and I'll tell you why. Because I often work in – I'm from New York City, and I often work in in rural areas, and, um, you know, somebody from where I'm from is definitely going to be a heel manager in a rural area. It's just – it is what it is. And I feel like I'm a natural heel to, um, you know – as you've seen in my pictures, you know, I'm blonde, you know, I'm pretty clothed. Um, You know, you're you're going into these environments where you're sort of the antithesis of what people around you are. So I'm very, very, very hyper-educated. You know, I'm using the big words in the promos. So, so yeah, I'm always the heel, always.
2: Well, uh, Granny, take it from there. She's a heel. Well,
3: right. I tell you, I I I tell you. First of all, hello, and I'm, you know, my, yes, my gimmick name is Granny Holkster, but I am not a wrestler. Just so you know that. Everybody thinks that Granny is some sort of wrestler, but I am just a huge fan. But I love giving the heels, whether they're a wrestler, manager, whatever. I love giving the heels grief. I love talking smack to them. I like making it fun for all the fans at the wrestling shows. I mean, because that's what I've been told I do very best. So is, is give it, you know, talk. I mean, I had one wrestler ask me one night, they said, granny, don't you have a curfew back at the nursing home? And I grabbed my <laughs> keys out of my purse. And I said, I don't need no curfew, baby. I got keys to the building.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I, I love it. I, I love doing what I do. So I would have fun. I mean, I live in Arkansas and, Right now, we don't have a lot of wrestling shows going on in Arkansas, so I have to go over to Oklahoma because I have a lot of friends that wrestle over in Oklahoma, and um, so I have to go over there to watch, you know, independent shows, but um, I love love watching wrestling.
7: Because literally there is on any given weekend, 10 shows going on in the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area that are within driving (laughs) distance, so you would have an absolute ball.
3: I would, you know? I would, and I, and I'm sure, I'm sure I would have a lot of fun talking a lot of smack to you because there, uh, I have a wrestling organization that I go to over in Oklahoma called Wrestling for a Cause. They do uh, uh, independent shows for kids that have got cancer, and there's a girl that comes out with the guy. His name's Double D. But I call him double dork and she's like Queen Erica and I talk smack to her all the time. I mean, I, I I have so much fun talking to her talking smack to her all the time. But you need to come to Oklahoma and manage somebody. I mean, we would love to have you at wrestling for a cause. Bring one of your guys with you and I mean we could get you I could get you the information and you would come to Oklahoma, you know, we would love to have you so yeah,
6: you know what's
7: really interesting is um, I've had a lot of requests to come down south in 2019. I've had um, I've had some requests to come to Tennessee and some stuff in the Midwest and things like that. So it's really interesting that people are are, are asking to to have me and some of my guys branch out and and to do that stuff. So you never know. I could be making my way to to oklahoma to tennessee to to a lot of different places coming up in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty you just never know where you'll catch me that
6: would and be awesome.
2: uh, I also uh wanna thank you because you're one of the few female wrestlers that does not have a restraining order on me yet uh <laughs> but anyway we'll 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 move on we'll 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 discuss that later but as a as a human manager uh and all our fans know this was coming. Your ring attire—is it—is uh, it of the flashy sense or is it more of the conservative sense?
7: I've never dressed conservatively ever, even when I was a photographer. Um, so I'm—I'm I'm very flashy. I have access to the best clothes um, in the world, living in New York City, and I take advantage of that. You know, I wear beautiful clothes. I wear beautiful shoes. Um, low cut short um, and you know just have a lot of fun with it you know leather jackets Um, I manage a guy who has a steampunk gimmick so of course I wear beautiful corsets that are in some cases custom made for me or they're imported from England and things like that so you know I'm very fortunate to have um, access to the best of everything and, and I take advantage of it and wow. it, sounds like, it sounds like to
2: me, uh, and then we'll let uh, Doug ask a few more, it sounds like to me that uh, your wardrobe uh, is very spendy. Um, would that be a safe assumption?
7: That's a safe assumption, you know, and, you know, my hair is important. I have long blonde hair down to my waist, and I have really long fingernails with flashy crystals on them. And, you know, so, I mean here's the thing it's the indies and people are close to you they're within within a foot or or less of you and i think it's important that you know we look amazing all the time and um i want to create a great experience for somebody you know i don't want to look like somebody that they could see working at walmart I want them to feel like I I made an effort and I looked special for them. They paid money to see me, and um, so I think that that's important. You know, I want to wear that expensive perfume, and you know, it walks it walks past when when I walk past. You know what I mean? And I and I want to mm-hmm. create that experience, and I think that that's sort of missing now. You know. And, uh, you know,
2: if you ever need anybody to uh, carry your bags or do your laundry or <laughs> uh, masseur, you know, I'm up for hire. Um, you know, uh, if, if you ever need that, you know, you have my number. You can always call me up. But the one last question I'm going to ask, and we'll let Doug ask if you, when you. As a human manager, would you compare yourself to someone like, uh, would you consider yourself more like a, a sonny? Or more like a Miss Elizabeth,
7: or neither? Neither. Um, my idol in wrestling, and everybody always laughs at me, is Missy Hyatt. And I've, oh, yeah. you know, had the great fortune to be able, as I've gotten in the business, to get to interact with her and, and spend time and learn from her also, and, um, you know, a lot of a lot of young women grew up wanting to be Miss Elizabeth or Sherry Martell or, who, or Medusa or whomsoever. I wanted to be Missy Hyatt. And, and, you know, um, and I think that, you know, I've been very fortunate in, in taking that gimmick and moving it forward and, and doing different things. And, you know, and she's an amazing lady and she's she's been a great influence on my career and she continues to to influence this generation of women. And I think that she doesn't get her due. Um, but yeah, if there's anybody that's influenced my career, that I would say that I'm like, it's see high. Uh,
2: Shannon Hunter's our guest. We have uh, about 10 minutes left here. Um, uh, Doug, what do you, uh, what do you got for our
5: guest here? Yeah. Yes, Shannon. It's Doug Masters again. Uh, you say you was uh, Broke into the business in 1999 by Fat uh, uh, Frank. Um, how long did that? How long did he train you before you had your first match? And Fat uh, um, Frank,
7: any- Frank did not train me. Fat Frank broke me into the business, and what that means is Frank allowed me to um, work at the All Pro. Um, okay. And so I. Um, I was not trained in a traditional way. What happened was, in subsequent years, um, Rock and Rebel decided that um, that I had too much talent to be ring announcing or doing any other subsequent other type of jobs. So he decided that he was just going to throw me out um, as a manager, and he was. He he ran a company at that point called Blackballed in Pennsylvania. And he said, you know, I'm just going to throw you out there because I believe that you can do it. And I'm just going to sit out there and watch you and call audibles. So if you make a mistake, um, I'm just going to call an Audible while you're out there working and managing. So he sent me out there to work without really any formal training, and he would just train me while I was working. Okay.
5: Okay. Cool. Yeah. You um. You say you were you allies, Missy Hyatt. Uh, have you? Did you? Did you uh, say that you had a chance to meet her? Maybe work on some cards with her. And if you yeah, did, absolutely. did she give you?
7: So when I worked she with Jason, you- he he did book her on multiple occasions, and and I did get a chance to meet her and work on some cards with her, and then I've had subsequent interactions with her as well, and she's amazing.
5: Yes. What kind of what kind of advice did she give you, if any? Um. I
7: mean, you know, she's she's so smart, and and she's just she she's great at giving technical advice about you know matches and things, but she's also really great at you know just life advice and just giving smart advice about how to conduct yourself and um just how to be in a locker room and 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 how to um how to listen and learn and and um yeah i mean and and just and how to observe things and how to um how to entertain people like, she's just, she's very, she's very good at teaching you how to entertain people because she was really good at that.
5: Yes, she was. Very good uh, at
2: that. Shannon Hunter's our guest. We have about uh, eight minutes left here, and then uh, we'll wrap this up. Uh, so, another question I have for you, and by the way, this is, you have just been awesome. Do you, do you still have contact with Missy Hyatt?
7: i mean i we follow each other on twitter so every once in a while we'll see each other but that's about it
2: because i've been trying to get her on my show for the longest time you know the thing is uh i was at a i was at a show that she was at uh was a wcw show uh and uh she almost uh well she wasn't i was i was ringside and uh it was the guy that that was saying something that, you know, she was going to haul off and slap and it almost got me because the guy ducked. But anyway, do you ever have that kind of interaction with a fan? Like they'll like say something to you and you'll jaw right back. Or do you just do like the, like to talk to the hand cause the elbow ain't talking or anything like that? Or do you get right um, in their face?
7: I mean, you know, I have, I, it's interesting. I've had an interesting career. Like, you know, I've had fans heckle me and stuff like that. I've been attacked by fans. Um, I had a female fan at a show grab me by the hair and pull me down from the apron um, in the middle of a spot. Um, I've had um, a fan climb in the ring and and grab me and throw me down um, before security could get to them. So, you know, I've generated a lot of heat. So I've had some inner interesting fan interactions for sure um, especially in some of the more rural areas where there isn't necessarily the benefit of barricades um, I remember one bad crew show many many years back I was in the middle of a riot and you know one of the referees no 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 it wasn't even one of the referees it was one of the um, the backseat boys had to throw me under the ring so yeah
2: and uh, I had-
7: Some interesting
3: fan interactions for
2: sure. And you, uh, you know, you know, being, you know, with, you know, the outfits and stuff you wear and all that stuff being flashy, you haven't like, uh, and don't take this the wrong way either. I asked it because I want to be like a broadcast journalist eventually, which is not going well right now. But anyway, uh, have, have they ever like tried to like grab you or touch you in like unwanted places?
7: you know i haven't i have not had that and i think a lot of that is because of the guys that i manage being you know physically imposing too um they know a lot of times that if they did that that the guy that i work with would jump down and and smack the hell out of them so um so i have not had that no not at all
4: and,
2: uh, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you, you did some wrestling, but, you know, taking bumps is not what you like to do. Uh, but have, with uh, who you're managing, have they ever asked you to do like a mixed tag or did you just
5: avoid that?
7: I, I avoid it. I get asked to do it a lot, a lot. And now because women's wrestling is so popular, you know, I get asked to do it a lot. It's not my thing. It's not my favorite thing to do. I can bump. I don't like it. Um, I do have some sciatic issues on my um, in my body and, and some neuro- neurologic stuff. So, you know, I really don't, you know, I don't bump. I don't even bump as a manager unless it's absolutely necessary. So. You know that's just not my thing, and I and I really want to stress for your listening public and for for all the promoters out there, women can do so many other things besides just wrestle. They don't need to be pushed into a corner where they're just wrestling, um, just because that's like the prevailing popular saying. Women can ring announce, women can commentate, women can run your locker room, women can do so many other things besides wrestle. So. Um, just because the prevailing thing is, oh, we've got to get women on the show. Well, women can be on the show in so many other capacities and be involved in wrestling in so many other capacities, and I think that we need to start expanding um, expanding the thought as to what women can do and are able to do. And I'm so excited to see so many female referees popping up. I think that that's so important, mm-hmm. um, and I, I want to see um, – you know, and I hope to see, and because I know that I've been one of the few women popping up in an administrative capacity, you know, I've been doing it for so many years, but I hope to see more. But I know that that's a tough sell for a lot of women because it's a very challenging job.
2: Uh, Shannon Hunter's our guest here. we got about three minutes here left. <laughs> uh, uh... If our fans wanted to uh check you out and see your flashy outfits and stuff like that, do you have a Facebook, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got an Instagram, what do you got?
7: Follow me on Twitter at Shea Hunter, S H A E H U N T E R. Um, and then on Instagram at Shea Hunter thirteen.
2: Okay, and then uh real quick here, uh I had to uh, – uh, uh, sent you uh, an address Do you think you might be able to send us some autographs For some giveaways you think
7: I absolutely will
2: 100% Awesome And then uh, I do have your number uh, Now you fans Don't get excited she does not have a restraining order On me yet uh, but what I'll do Is I'll uh, uh, I'll call you this week and then uh, uh, Maybe we can put together a list Of guys that might want to come on the show That you could talk to and Uh we can uh, hook them up too.
7: Absolutely. Yeah. So I would love to be able to, to help you um, get some guests and uh, talk to some people and, and yeah, absolutely. And it's been a pleasure being on with you guys and I hope to be on again and I hope to be able to, to help you get some other great people on to tell their stories. Oh, well, we're
2: definitely going to have you on again. Uh, Like I said, we'll, uh, We'll we'll talk about that this week, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, we're booked now until August, but uh, what we'll do is uh, we'll uh, set up, like, a, a couple weeks in August uh, where we can have uh, Shannon Hunter's Wrestling Extraordinaires on.
7: Well, I know that in August there's going to be a lot of big things going on. Um, I know that I'm going to be doing some charity shows coming up, so... There's going to be a lot happening this summer, so you won't want to miss it.
2: And then we'll have you on so you can talk about all that, too. Absolutely. Awesome, Shannon. You have a nice night. We appreciate you taking time on your schedule. Thanks
3: for being on, Shannon. We Thank also, you guys so much. Not, uh,
2: appreciate you. And we also appreciate you, you not giving me a restraining order. I appreciate that.
7: <laughs> have a great night, you guys.
2: Thanks, Shannon. Bye. Cool Bye. All right. Shannon Hunter, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, the vivacious, the beautiful, the do not mess with her at all, Shannon Hunter. All right. So the way I understand it, I think our next guest is on. Uh, we'll, yeah, they
0: we'll are. Move right on. All
2: right. If you want to put them on, I will go ahead and introduce them like I always do, and then uh, Wait, we'll hold on.
1: We we have a four six nine as well. I think it's the next two in a row.
2: Okay. Um. Well. Uh let's see. That's weird. I uh I I told everybody the uh specific times um but uh go ahead put the 817 on first and we'll see if that's who it is. My dress who? Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. I hope this is him. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man, the legend. This is the year of the stone. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Jackson Stone. Who? Who is
7: this? Hello? (laughs) Hello?
3: Yeah, who is this? I don't think that's our color. that it's our guest icon. I don't think so either.
2: Uh, Then uh, put the next number on through then. I did, the next one's on. Let's try this again. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle once again. Ladies and gentlemen, 2019 is going to be the year of the stone. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Jackson Stone.
4: Hey, what's up?
2: Hey, Jackson, how are you?
4: I'm well. How are you guys?
2: Tell me, was that not the best ring introduction you've ever had?
4: I mean, it was pretty good. It's got to be top ten for sure.
2: Awesome. See, I'm (laughs) in the top ten, ladies and gentlemen, uh, which was more so than I was in high school. Okay, so what we do now, (laughs) Jackson, is uh, after I introduce the guest, uh, we have them give us a little background, then we uh, uh, then we interview them. So if you want to give us a little background, then we'll chat with you.
4: <clears throat> okay, what kind of background do you want?
2: Whatever you want to tell us, and then we'll ask you. Okay. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> this
2: is awkward. This has never happened before. The sounds of silent.
3: No, this is not. Mm. Is wow. he still there?
2: Are you
1: the still there
3: killer? with us?
1: No, it dropped off.
3: Oh, oh wow. something must have happened. Okay. Well, well, maybe he'll back. call back in shortly. He's back, he's back. <clears throat> okay.
2: Jackson.
4: Hey, yeah, sorry about that.
2: Okay, that's alright. Uh, you know, it it happens. So once again, we'll go back to what we were doing. Uh, I already did the instructions, so
4: if you want to give us a little
2: background about yourself, then we'll ask you the question.
4: All right, cool. Uh, well, I'm Jackson Stone, uh, independent professional wrestler, former professional baseball player. Um, that's That pretty much sums up my whole life <laughs> right there. Wow. Uh, I currently live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, I grew up in Dallas, Texas. I'm actually in Dallas right now. Uh, I had a few shows over the weekend and visiting with my parents. It was my father's birthday. Um. That's pretty much it. So, being
2: in Philadelphia, you probably heard of my uh, my good friend Carson Wentz.
4: Yeah, that's my guy.
2: Yeah, he's uh uh he's from he's from my uh, home state of North Dakota. He's a good friend yeah, big, of mine and uh,
4: big bison guy.
2: Uh, yeah, I I think that if he would have been playing yesterday, they probably would have won. But we we're not going to talk about football. We'll talk about uh, your wrestling career. <laughs> Uh, um,
4: yeah. So, uh, Carson Wentz was a big arrival for my school when I was in college. So
2: who, who was your school?
4: I went to South Dakota state.
2: You were a jackrabbit.
4: I was, yeah. For, for four years I played baseball at South Dakota state. Yeah.
2: So you probably heard of the icon then. Of course. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I did not know that you went to South Dakota state. Well, um, we, uh, well, we'll talk about that rivalry later too. Anyway, so as a wrestler uh, in your time in the business, how many different companies have you worked for?
4: Um, probably sixty, sixty-five different promotions. And wow. in those
2: different promotions, have you been a? Uh, have you uh, held any titles, or are you a current champion?
4: Uh no, I've I've only won a, t- a tag team championship at a uh company in Texas, but no, never held a singles championship yet, just kind of traveled around everywhere doing a bunch of stuff. Haven't done haven't been a champion yet though, but maybe one day.
2: Well, here's the good news. Uh if you do have any title shots coming up in the near future, anybody that's been on our show has always won the title. We're 401 and 0.
4: <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh you gotta you gotta keep the streak alive. So get a title shot. Come back with us.
4: <laughs> I'll i so, I'll do my best. I'll try my hardest.
2: So, uh, you know, you mentioned that you were a tag team champion. Uh you were you obviously were the one that carried the team, obviously.
4: Yeah, I'm the Shawn Michaels of every team I'm in for sure.
2: There you go. Now, do you do uh do you still do tag team uh action or are you just uh, into singles now?
4: Um. Uh, like Eighty percent is is singles wrestling, but I've got a few guys that I that I'm really good friends with that I just enjoy teaming with. So whenever we get the opportunity to team together, then I I take it. But most of the time, I'm a singles wrestler.
2: Yeah, because you know the thing is, I I you know I'm uh, I want to get into tag team wrestling. You know, I think you and I would uh, would burn it up. You know, because you know I have a mask. You know, but I usually just break it out on the weekends. But uh, you know, sometime during the week would be
4: cool too. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta carry your weight though, you know.
2: Well, uh, well, that might that's easier because I don't weigh four hundred pounds anymore. I, I actually dropped two hundred pounds over the last couple of years, so uh,
4: well then uh, you're, you're good to go.
2: To carry, it's easy for me to carry weight. Um, I'm gonna ask more, then uh, we'll let uh, Doug and Granny ask you a few. Um, when you wrestle, would you say that uh, you're a babyface? A heel, an in-betweeny, or do you let the crowd decide what you're going to be that night? <clears throat> uh,
4: I think uh, to a brand new crowd, I come across come across as a heel for sure. That's na- that's a natural natural tendency for me. But in a few places where I wrestle quite a bit, I've just naturally turned into a kind of a, a baby face, but doing the same thing that I was doing as a heel. Um, so if I, if I have the chance to wrestle in a, in a place more often than, I mean, you know, back-to-back months where I can kind of develop myself as a personality, then I turn into a babyface, but I think my, my character and who I am as a person is, is more of the, the heel persona, so to speak.
2: Well, Granny, there you go. Uh we have a we have another heel. What do you got for
3: him? Oh yeah. 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 Well, just, he- yeah, hello Jackson. Um yes, I'm Granny Hulkster and I'm just a big wrestling fan, not a wrestler, you Beautiful. know, even though I've been threatened to be put in the ring a few times. But we're all, um, we're all I just love wrestling fans. I love I I love talking smack to the heels. I mean, that's one of my most favorite things to do and I'm I've been told that I'm pretty good at what I do. So, I try to make it fun for everybody in the crowd, you know, because I mean, I've had people even start chanting my name when I start talking smack to the heels, so I guess one of my questions is what has been one of your most challenging matches you've ever been involved in?
4: Challenging matches?
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Or most memorable, Um, whatever, however however you want to answer that, it doesn't matter, so.
4: uh, I think one of the most challenging matches I had was with Al Snow. Um oh. and most memorable probably with Buff Bagwell.
3: Oh, I know Buff Bagwell. I've seen Buff Bagwell wrestle a few times.
4: Yeah, I me and Buff you know, Bagwell wrestled uh, in, in Germany in front of like a thousand people, so it was cool. Oh wow. You know,
3: it's funny you
2: mentioned uh you mentioned Buff Bagwell. He was actually the first guest that we've ever had on the show. He's great. And uh I love you know, Buff there, Bagwell,
3: he's awesome.
2: You know there uh when he was here in my hometown, you know people think that there is uh there's heat between the two of us uh but that is not the case, and I have not been able to get buff back on here uh to smooth that out, but I'm working on it but anyway uh Doug, buff bagwell
4: buff Bagwell passed down his top hat to me so i'm I'm pretty honored about that
5: oh, that's,
6: that's awesome.
4: <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. Doug go Doug?
5: ahead. Yeah, Jackson. Oh, go is ahead, pretty Doug. Boy, Doug, Doug. Go ahead, Doug. Jackson is Pretty Boy Doug Masters. How you doing, brother?
4: Good man. Yourself?
5: I'm uh, not bad. Not bad. Hey, uh, I was wanting to ask you, uh, what year did you break into the business, and who trained you? <clears throat>
4: uh, I had my first day of training in January of 2015. <laughs> I uh, had mm-hmm. a place in uh right outside Dallas, Texas called Metroplex Wrestling or MPX. And uh I was trained by mostly by Stephen Kirby who's who he owns MPX. They run a, a weekly show out in Bedford, Texas, which is right outside of Dallas. Um and then I had my first match in September of two thousand fifteen. So I'm going on a little over three years now, so that's that. Oh
5: yeah, you saying you was born and raised in Dallas, Texas? I guess you probably grew up watching the World Class, right?
4: Uh, I didn't. Uh, I missed all of that. I didn't start watching wrestling until like 2006, so I was. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a late bloomer in terms of uh, finding pro wrestling and WWE and all that stuff. But I've tried to go back and uh, watch all the history and learn about. Know what, hey, kinda, you, know who,
1: the, stuff, um, you so. know who the first WWE champion of the year 2006 was, right?
4: <sighs> no, I don't. I just know that I watched uh, John Cena win it, or retain his championship in the first pay per view that I ever watched. Hmm. What, uh,
5: um, the influence? What or who influenced you? Do get in professional wrestling business?
4: Uh, I mean, similar story to kind of uh, other mm-hmm. people, but I was flipping through the channels the summer before I went to high school and I flipped on uh Monday night raw. And it was the episode where, um, edge went to John Cena's dad's house and he slapped him in the face. And that was yes. kind of the first segment I saw. And then I, yes. I watched the, the rest of the episode and then I followed their whole segment to SummerSlam 2006. And then my parents bought me that pay-per-view. Um, and then from then on out, I was pretty much an obsessed fan and,
1: Great pay-per-view, Edge versus and-
4: The Undertaker, mm-hmm. Hell in the Cell, great pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, you know, now that I have the network out, I can kind of even go back farther, but uh, I went to a bunch of episodes of Monday Night Raw with my dad, and got all the t-shirts and whatever, so yeah, that was that was pretty much how I got sucked in, and then during high school and all that stuff, I kind of decided that I was going to become a professional wrestler, I just didn't know when it was going to happen, in terms of when my baseball career was going to end. And when my wrestling career was gonna start, so i just I knew, but I just didn't know exactly when, and so I started uh you know a little bit after college
2: uh Jackson yes cool. we got about uh, we got about fifteen minutes uh left with you uh we're gonna take a, a brief time out here uh I had sent you a script to do a liner uh we're gonna go ahead yeah. and take care of that now uh and then okay. uh, I'm gonna ask you the tough questions, okay
4: all right, uh,
2: cool. Dr. I'll count you down from five and then we'll go ahead and do this. Uh, five,
4: four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Jackson Stone. You're listening to the Adject Era with live host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Holster.
3: Amazing. Awesome.
4: I, now, um, one
1: thing I like, I like it. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, icon, can I? Uh- if this if this will work here, can I do a a quick lineup as well? I guess. I, yeah. Oh, see, go ahead. I I love when I I love when he lets me do stuff. All right. <laughs> let me just let, let let me just see if it'll if it'll work here. Um. Ah. All right. You know what? Give Give me a minute. I'll do the liner. I'll do the liner in one second. I because I I need this this audio clip to go with it. So. All right. Okay. Well, I'll ask, ask you one ask more, you. and then I'll do my liner.
2: Okay, I'll ask this question, then I'm going to ask you the tough question. Uh, uh, do you you still follow SDSU? I'm assuming, right? Uh,
4: yeah. Uh, sort of. For the most part, I try to I try to stay in touch with what's going on.
2: Okay. Did you happen to see that uh, in the uh, semifinals we took out South Dakota State to go to uh, the championship game?
4: Yeah, you guys do that every year. NDSU is in in the championship every year. I just saw a bunch of bison fan like, last week when I was out in town.
2: Well, you know, the the thing is, I was supposed to go to that game. Uh, however, I was not able to go because a stupid semi-driver going 65 and a 55 took my vehicle out on an icy oh, road. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I was depressed. I was not able to – that's the first time in eight years I haven't been able to go down to Frisco.
4: But, really? Yeah, it's like – it's like twenty minutes from my parents' house.
1: Well, that's all right. Now, now that that, now that that Easton Sticks guy's gone, or whatever the hell his weird ass name is, now that he's gone, they're probably not going to make it to Frisco anyway. So that's wrong. That's
2: wrong. It, they'll we're be fine. Gotta, nope.
3: Gotta,
2: no, we just got a transfer from Iowa State. So oh, uh, uh,
3: we'll,
2: that's we'll weird. He goes point.
3: from
1: like he goes from Division One to like Division Six. That's strange. Um, <laughs> no,
2: we're, <laughs> we're Division One Double A. <laughs> Zeb uh, what? Nolan is his name
1: So so okay So here's my liner And um, I, I'm going to do this And <clears throat> here we go <clears throat> You ready? I, I'm going to tell you guys real quick um, the, the number one Wrestling thing You're ever going to need to hear in your whole life You ready?
6: You yeah. think That's you cool. know me? Yeah.
1: See, I like this guy. He was, grew up right in the edge time period. Uh, yeah, you know, best. He, he, he's he He's a guy who can appreciate what I say. You see, Icon's a little bit older. He's been watching wrestling for quite some time longer. He's seen a lot of the legends. He's seen a lot of the guys who are etched in the history books or whatever. I mean, I'm 30. I grew up, yeah, I grew up in the Attitude Era, but I was in you know middle school, early high school. A lot of my late high school, college days were edge. And my God, I, Edge is, is absolutely—I think—the best ever. He—he he is absolutely
4: fantastic. He's wonderful, yeah, he's great. See, see, Icon, so, I, I love this guy. <laughs> all right,
2: Jackson, well, I—I apologize for that uh, detour. Uh, of course, uh, sometimes, sometimes I don't no, get a that chance best, to talk about Edge of very often. So okay. I—I so don't,
1: I, I don't, yeah, I don't well, get a chance to talk about Edge very often. I want to take it. <laughs>
2: Okay, well, sometimes a big swing's one-track mind derails, but anyway. Yes, um, yes, it does. Okay, Jackson, I always ask every independent wrestler this, and uh, everybody has a different answer. No one has ever answered the same way. So, print wrestler, you basically you can do what you want. You control your own destiny, but we all know that the big show is the WWE, which most wrestlers you know, aspire to get to. But, you know, if you get to the WWE, they say what you can do, what you can't do, where you can go, where you can't go. They basically control all aspects of your life. Now, if you were to get a call from the WWE asking you to join them and sign a contract, is that something you want to do or would you rather stay independent?
4: Uh, Yes. Yeah, WWE has always been goal for me no matter um, like where I'm at in my career. My mindset about getting there has been, it's changed over the years. Um, When I first started, I was like, okay, I got to get to WWE right away no matter what. Um, But now I think it's different. I would rather create like a, like a really big strong legacy on the independent scene so that I can kind of ride my own ticket to WWE uh, and just be put right into a really good position uh, in NXT and then eventually in, WWE, similar to like the Kevin Owens situation, um, or like what's happening with Adam Cole right now. Um, So that's where I'm at now. I'd like like to make my mark on the indie scene as someone who's perceived as a top guy and who's elite, and then kind of ride my own ticket to the indie scene where I can, or in WWE, where I can be placed right at the top of the card and not get lost in the shuffle, if that makes sense. Well, sure it does. Now, my other question is, if you do
6: get to the w w e and i know that you have the drive to do that
2: will will you see a, uh sorry will you still consider us your friend and will you still talk to us when you get to the big time? absolutely see there you go it's on, it's on uh it's on record now it's been recorded so you
4: might have to you might have to pay pound you might have to pay pound me ten dollars but i'll i'll still do it <laughs> yeah
2: okay how about uh how about ten fifty Deal Okay I think I just raised the price But anyway uh, Now the other question that I have Is you know as a wrestler And most wrestlers always have a good finishing Maneuver Tell us uh, how What yours is uh, If there's a name for it And uh, how it uh, goes about it Then we'll see if one of us would like to have you practice it on us
4: Okay yeah so my finishing move is called The, the Clashing Stones So you know how AJ Styles has his Styles Clash? Um, it's set up just like that, um, but instead of going forward where the guy lands on his face, uh, I jump straight up in the air, and we land in a powerbomb position. So, uh, and you yeah, guys want
2: uh, to attempt to take that?
4: Yeah, I'll do it on anyone, on the floor, well, no, to the to the table, out, whatever. I'm just
1: trying to visualize it, because I know what the Styles yeah, Clash basically- looks like.
4: I'm just trying to visualize yeah, so it, it, it being it's, more of like a powerbomb. Yeah, it's hard to. So it's the same setup as a styles class. We're all hooked. The guy's head is at the bottom, and then instead of me falling straight forward, I jump up and lift my legs forward while his arms are attached, and then we land in a power bomb position.
6: Wow!
2: Pretty,
4: it's a pretty That's unique cool. move. I don't, I don't know anyone else who does it. So.
2: Well, I, I don't think that I'll let you practice it on me, but I, I'm sure Big Swing is game because I know. That Big Swing would like to take a spear from Edge.
4: So, yeah, it's, it's the same. Spear from Edge, Clashing Stones. I would absolutely Stones take object. a spear from
1: Edge. I, I would yeah. – yeah, he wouldn't even have to pay me. I would take a spear from Edge for free.
4: Same.
2: Wow. And uh, another thing that Big Swing would take is he would take uh, Alexa Bliss's finishing maneuver, too.
4: I would take anything she has to offer.
5: Yeah. <laughs> There you go, brother.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like uh, this guy. Edge Edge and Bliss. I like this guy.
5: So
2: so big swing is is this, this now your all time favorite guest?
4: I gotta be. Uh well, he's he he, he's play. he's he's up there. He's up there for sure. If I make the top and, fifty I'm I'm good with that.
2: Well, I no, I think you're I think you're in his top five. Uh yeah, the one I think that so. you watch me to get the one that he wants me to get edge, and I'm still working on that uh, big swing, but uh, I, I got a lot of hoops to jump to, but I'm still working on it, but I'm, I'm going to schedule him on the day where you can't be on full-time so uh, we can actually talk to him without you slobbering all over him. But anyway, uh, Jackson Stone is our guest. We got uh, about uh, seven minutes here left with you. Uh, now, if our... Uh, uh, do you know uh, when your next event is going to be, or have you not uh, been booked yet?
4: Uh, yeah, I have a show on, uh, a show on Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday, and then uh, and then a couple shows the next week and after, and then I fly to the U.K. for Febu- for the month of February.
2: Oh, so you're going to be in U.K. all of February?
4: Yes, all of February.
2: Uh, uh, now, are you going to be doing, like, a U.K. tour, or are you just going to be with one company, or do they go all over the uk
4: yeah i'm uh i'm I'm gonna be doing i'll probably be working for five or six companies while i'm out there probably be doing like anywhere between like nine to 12 shows through that month um i've got quite a few things booked now i'm still waiting here on some stuff but yeah it should be a good month
2: awesome and then uh of course our fans knew this was coming because you know it's kind of an ego thing for me uh the icon made you a cool collector's car what was your thought on that
4: Oh, I thought it was awesome.
2: And uh, do you think that's uh, making you that? Do you think that's uh, worth a few, a couple autographs you might be able to send us for giveaways?
4: Yeah, I'm sure I, I'm sure I can figure something out.
2: Cool. Awesome. Now, if our fans wanted to uh, check you out and, uh, you know, follow you, see what you're up to, uh, do you have a Facebook? You got an Instagram? You got a Twitter? You got a YouTube? But what do you got out there?
4: Yeah, I've got all social media platforms. Everything is under... Jackson Stone J A X O N S T O N E uh yeah I've got a bunch of videos on YouTube I pretty much post a, multiple times a day on Instagram and Twitter and then I put some important stuff on Facebook and then I also have a website uh which has my merchandise on it and stuff like that uh which is just com. um I also have a pro wrestling tea store if you want to I have a few more shirts on there than I do on my official merchandise store but yeah all over the social media stuff. Follow me, hit me up, DM me, tweet, whatever.
3: Now, Jackson, I got a real, I got a real quick question here, Icon. Um, You know, you mentioned Metroplex down there in Texas. I have a lot of wrestling friends that wrestle down in Texas. So you may Mm -hmm. have wrestled with them or may know some of them. Who are some of those wrestlers that you've interacted with at different shows there at Metroplex?
4: Um, so guys like Moonshine Mantel, Andy Dalton, um, Stephen Kirby, um, Frankie Fisher, um, Baby D. Um, there's a new team called the Impact Players, um, that they started training there. Um, so quite a few people, Gregory James, Matthew Palmer. Yeah, I know.
3: I know. uh, I see Gregory James. Uh, I know Gregory James. I've not had the chance to meet Andy Dalton, but I know Andy Dalton just wrestled this past weekend up here in Canadian Oklahoma for uh, wrestling for a cause for a big organization that I help with over in Oklahoma. We they do shows for kids that have got cancer. I know Andy Dalton was just up here over the weekend. But I know yeah, Gregory yeah, James. Yeah. Have you have you ever met Tim Storm and Barrett Brown? Yeah, I've
4: wrestled. Yeah, I've wrestled Tim Storm a bunch. I've wrestled Barrett Brown. Yeah, they're great.
3: Yeah, they're both really good friends of mine. And APOC, have you ever had yeah. any wrestling matches with him? Yeah, yeah a sure, good friend I've trained of mine, with, I've so. trained with
4: APOC. Yeah, he's a great guy.
3: Yeah, he is. He is. Lots of great guys. So, yeah, you need to come to Oklahoma sometime and wrestle for Wrestling for a Cause. We would love to have you.
4: Yeah, I just got to renew my license.
3: Well, that would be awesome. Yeah and Tim Rockwell he is the promoter and founder of wrestling for a cause in Oklahoma he he lives in Tulsa and i mean he's from Texas originally and so but i know he would love to have you probably come up sometime and do a show for him as well they have a facebook yeah, page yeah i love you but, yeah. uh, we would love to have you there absolutely well you know
2: you, you mentioned you got to renew your license all you got to do is go down to the DMV and do that right
3: that's exactly it. Wrong yeah, kinda of yeah, license it.
2: wrong kinda of license icon. <laughs> oh, okay. And I I was gonna say if you're over in the UK, if you have trouble with your visa, use American Express. Why is that? That's a joke.
4: Oh, oh I get <laughs> it, because it's an American Express. Sure, yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, I uh to- you see uh like like we found out uh, last week, you know, I, I'm not very good in the joke departments. Because uh, I did uh, put out a comedy CD a couple years ago, and it went aluminum. Um, so <laughs> it was like one sale going triple plastic. But anyway, so, amazing.
4: So amazing. Jackson,
2: uh, we do uh, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us. Uh, you were awesome, and hopefully, uh, if we haven't scared you away too bad, uh, we'd love to have you on again after you get back from the UK, and uh, you can tell us how things went over there.
4: Yeah, sure. Sounds good to me.
2: Awesome. Jackson, you're great. Thank you, One quick question. Thanks, when, Jackson. when you were playing baseball, what was your position?
4: I played first base, and I hit home runs.
2: Okay. Yeah, when I played baseball, I played left out, and I was there you go. on the special stand most of the time.
4: I had to pull the splinters out of your butt. Yeah,
2: I, I was a bench guy. Yeah, I was. Oh. Uh, I'll tell you what, Jackson. You've been awesome. I appreciate it, man. You're great, and I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for joining us tonight.
4: Yeah, absolutely, Have a great no night, problem, Jackson. Guys. Thank you so thanks, much,
2: brother. Jackson Stone, ladies and gentlemen. So our next guest uh, should be calling in shortly. Uh, for those of you who uh, were following Raw uh, and listening to us at the same time, John Cena uh, looked like he was victorious. Uh, so it looks like he's going for a title. Uh, against no no,
3: no, 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 no. No, no, oh. no, Icon. Finn ba- Finn Balor actually won the match. Oh, okay. He's going to be facing Brock Lesnar, but John Cena gave him big kudos after the match was over. So he shook his hand and, you know, but yeah, but Finn Balor's going to be facing Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble.
5: Okay. Uh That's, that's going to be David against the Lions.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, man.
2: So, all right. Well, we can all take our prediction on who's going to win that, and I I don't think it's going to be Finn Balor, but uh, uh, hopefully he'll bring back the Demon uh, for that match. That would be really awesome. It would. So, anyway, uh, so we're just waiting for our our final guest, uh, Onyx. Uh, Like I say, she's a great fan of the show, uh, a great friend of the show, and, uh, we'll, we'll talk to her, uh, and, uh, uh, while we're waiting here, um, uh, Doug, tell us about, uh, your show when it's on again and, uh, where they can catch you.
5: Yeah, my show's every Wednesday and Friday night. They'll be on this Wednesday. It's every Wednesday and Friday night at, uh, 7 p.m. Central time on the Action VR Network. I've got uh, this Wednesday. I've got my guest going to be Daryl Cunningham. He uh, he worked for the USWA back I don't know 16 years ago back when I was there. And, uh, and this Friday I got Exotico. He's from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, you can follow him on Facebook and Twitter. He's still uh, he's still making a. Uh, Making some shots, you know, when he can. I, I just seen him on uh on fa- uh Facebook here this weekend, the Chris Mark Youngbuds. The Youngbuds, believe it or not, they're back down there doing a couple of shows. And he was working out in the ring with them. But yeah, I'm gonna have him on my show Friday. But yeah, you catch it every Wednesday and Friday night at uh, seven PM Central Time on the Action VR Network. And
2: uh not to uh not to overstep the balance, but uh uh we'd probably be welcome anytime we want to join in, huh?
5: Oh yeah, anytime you want
2: to I together. I can we
1: got the other Good. guest on.
2: All right, uh go ahead and put her through and I will go ahead and introduce her and we'll go for that.
6: Okay.
2: All right. Ladies and gentlemen. She's
6: on. Stepping, okay.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is our third combatant of the night. She is the one I wish, of all the guests we've ever had, I wish she would marry me. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's bring her back. She is Onyx.
0: Hello, hello, hello. That is correct. This is Onyx, and you're listening to Action, Error Live, with the host icon, The Big Swing, and Granny Holster.
3: All wow, right. uh, you that that's little,
2: awesome. You did that a little early, but uh, we'll uh, we'll go with it. So, uh, how you been since the last time you're on with us?
0: That's a good question because I've been so much better, so much better lately. I've been trying to try trying, trying to focus on the things that really make me happy because life is short. So, for example, at work. I suggest you try to love your job and not like your job because we put in so many hours. You got to learn to love your job. If you don't love your job, try to find a job you love. And uh, you know, you mentioned very valid mentioned,
2: point. Yeah, you mentioned your new job. Do uh, you, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Kind of give a free little plug.
0: I do. I do. I'm in Maryland. I was in California ten years. I'm back to my hometown. Baltimore, Maryland, you know, with the Baltimore School for the Arts with Tupac, Jada Pinkett, Josh Charles, and I'm keeping it real being on the East Coast. I'm currently the general manager at Dock of the Bay in Millers Island, Maryland, and we're crabs and boats and decks and piers and parties and weddings. It's amazing. A lot of fun. And
2: uh, as soon as you get a thirty-minute uh, commercial for them, uh, I want you to email that to me, and uh, we'll start uh, giving you some advertising too.
0: Yes, yes, we're doing paint night and and um, <laughs> just Hawaiian night and crab night and a bunch of other good things are coming up.
2: Onyx, uh as as you know, uh, or maybe maybe you didn't know. Uh, you are now uh, have a record, an uh, Attitude Era Live record. You're the first guest to ever be on the show four times.
0: Okay. I'm on I'm, I'm beat everybody's record?
2: Uh, right. The previous record was two, uh, and that was also held by you. So uh, you broke right. your own record. And uh, I also want to announce. Uh, you guys did not know I'm going to be doing. I was doing this, but I also want to let everybody mm-hmm. know that uh, we have uh, an Attitude Air Live Hall of Fame. Uh, our first inductee, of course, was Sherwin Linton, and I want to let everybody know that our second inductee is Onyx. All
6: right.
2: Woo-hoo. Congratulations. Boom. So, uh, once I get the certificates made, I'll go ahead and send it out to you. Uh, Perfect. But uh, you are our second inductee in the Attitude Air Live Hall of Fame. Congratulations. All right.
0: Thank you so much. Yes.
2: So, with your with your new venture at Dock of the Bay, uh, and uh, our producer should have had that song ready, uh, you know, sitting in the Dock of the Bay, but uh, do you... Taking a break from wrestling Or are you just not going to be doing wrestling Now for a while
0: No I'm not taking a break And I'm still doing wrestling I'm just you know This is a hard time of the month A lot of people are broke this time of the month It's after Christmas It's after the new year Everyone's broke until tax time So wrestling is a little slow For us independent wrestlers But it'll come back around When the opportunity comes I'm definitely going to take it you know, it it won't take long. If I have to. I mean, I'm planning on going to uh, Florida in March. So, if there's any wrestling going on down there, I'll hit it while I'm on vacation.
2: And uh, you know, the last time we had uh, talked to you, I had uh, sent a bounty on a uh, uh, a certain wrestler at Kira Nora, and and uh, of course, uh, unfortunately, she would not accept the challenge. Uh, she still won't come on the show, and uh, I'm also sad to announce that uh, the Fully Loaded Wrestling Company that she was with is now out of business. Wow. See, if they would have had huh. you come down with me in your corner, they'd probably still be going.
0: I believe you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, the, I'm not uh, retired yet.
2: Well, and you're still undefeated, correct? Correct. Uh, And what is your – I'm going to ask a few more questions, and we'll let our uh, other guys uh, go at it. Uh, What is uh, your current record, or is it too high to keep track of?
0: It is too high. I mean, if you go to smashbampal.com or mmafighters.us.com, there's thousands and thousands of videos, I'm sure, and I'm on top of the other 50, 60, 70 companies, independent companies that I've wrestled for. So tons of videos and footage out there. And, um, I mean, some are scripted, but some aren't, you know? You know, it's just like acting and movie, you know, mm-hmm. the rock of the movie and, and Rampage and somebody dies. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing in our world. No, so, you. Uh, we're, we're entertainment. We're here for your entertainment, fans. That's what we do. No,
2: man, uh, you. Uh, the last time I talked to you, you were doing, uh,
0: what was it, some lingerie MMA fighting or something? I was trying to plant those seeds, but, you know, apparently they don't have the funding in Vegas. And I'm not sure if anyone on the, the East Coast is interested. You know, it costs a lot of money to get the cage and stuff like that or the wrestling ring, so it takes money, right, uh, you know?
5: Okay, Doug, what do you got for our uh, guest Onyx? Well, Onyx, uh, this is pretty boy Doug Masters. How you
0: doing, ma'am? I'm feeling fabulous. I am very blessed. I am very thankful. I'm trying to make this new year, 2019, the best I can, so...
5: Yes, ma'am. Working yes, on the ma'am. working on the
0: diet, working on training. I'm I'm on my yoga ball right now. i want to do sit ups as you ask me questions.
5: That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, the first time I've got to talk to you uh, that I remember. Um, do you uh, who trained you in in this business and what year and and about what uh, promotion first promotion you ever worked for.
0: Okay, I was in Los Angeles as a union actress. I went on an audition. It was W.O.W. Women Are Wrestling. They put us through school five days a week, two hours a day around. That was the same company as GLOW, Glamorous Ladies Wrestling. I think they have a TV show on Netflix, but that's not really... That's Those aren't That's just that's just the one experience. Is that is that my experience? for the TV show? No, I went to UPW, the school for WWE. I trained with them.
5: hmm Okay, you trained with uh, them. That,
0: that was uh, when I was thirty. So, what is my age? That was uh, seventeen years ago.
5: Uh, you started late uh, in the business. What what uh what inspired you to get into pro wrestling? Business? Was he a fan, or well, we're all fans, or? or I who did, did watch.
0: I I did watch wrestling. So I like mm-hmm. I like The Rock. That's where Onyx comes from. The Rock. I'm a pebble that chipped off him. A black rock. I'm Onyx. So my name actually comes from The Rock. So yes, I was. I watched it, and I was a fan, but. I was always fit and athletic and liked challenges and, you know, one-on-one tackles and takedowns. And I um, was just really strong and really good at it. So I just kept doing it because, you know, it was paying some bills. There uh, you go. Well,
2: this is our guest here. Uh, we uh, hopefully uh, you'll be able to stay with us for at least another 15 minutes. I know that uh,
0: you're tired and I know,
2: uh, you know, you got a busy day ahead
0: tomorrow, but, uh, oh, thank you, I, I, did, I did, I just started a new job as a general manager, so they've been working me day and night the past few days <laughs>
2: And if you ever uh, need an assistant, all you gotta do is give me a call, uh, I'll come out there and carry your bag for you uh, There is one thing that I do like to have you talk about, uh, and then we'll we'll kind of go into that a little bit, then we'll have Granny ask you a few questions Okay, pressure.
0: but one more thing, uh, not to interrupt you, but I am, sure. but for for all the fans listening I'm in Maryland and Maryland's known for their crabs, so you know if you want to travel or take a trip, come on this side of the town, you know? Come try our Maryland crabs. Okay, go ahead. And
2: uh if they do come in your restaurant, it's called Dock of the Bay, uh would you uh autograph a menu or two or what's that? Would you autograph a menu for them or uh you oh, know Oh my
0: god, absolutely. Absolutely. And I have a whole stack of menus that are gorgeous with the lighthouse on the bay that we're actually going to be getting rid of soon. So I have tons of menus to autograph. because yeah, we know, have I, crabs I... in we have crabs in right now. We just shipped them in from Louisiana. They're not our Maryland crabs because it's off season. But we still have crabs with our old bay seasoning. Now, uh
2: this may be a little off topic, but I'm just kinda of curious about this. Uh, you know, you know. You mentioned you have crabs at your restaurant.
5: Now, are are they
2: are they in a tank and live, and people can pick them out, or are they not alive? You, do you know what I mean?
0: No, you don't. You don't pick the crabs out. But yes, they are. They are always live, but because it's all season for us right now, we have them shipped up from Louisiana. So we just steam okay. them and keep them in the refrigerator until you guys want them.
2: Awesome. I think uh, Louis. Is it Louisiana that's also famous for crawdads? I I I don't know. I'm not a the only fish I know is shrimp because I've never caught any. But uh, the one story that I always like to have you tell talk about, and then we'll have, have Granny ask a few. Uh, your starring role in Spider Man.
5: Hmm.
6: Did
2: you Did you tell us again how that's how that came about and uh, what it was like? Uh,
5: being with Macho Man Randy Savage, brother.
2: I know.
0: I was lucky to meet Macho Man Randy Savage. I worked with China too on I think it was called Cougar Town. It was a movie called Cougar Town. They both R.I.P. Rest in peace. Um, Spider Man came into Wow Women of Wrestling auditioned all the girls. We had to improvise. That means make something up. And they picked like four of us out of maybe 30 of us, so I had the opportunity to, you know, talk uh, trash to Spider-Man as um, a bonnet for Bonesaw in uh, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. That was a great opportunity. Now,
2: uh, how uh, how many days uh, were you on set, did it take to film your part?
0: You know, I think it was maybe a three minute scene and we were there for three days, three full days, probably three twelve hour days.
2: Now is, is Macho Man as as intense as they say he is or was?
0: Yes. Yes, very much. It it just it it, it looked like he had high blood pressure. I love him to it, death, it, but
2: I mean everybody, everybody deals with say... different
0: things in different ways, you know.
2: Because you know everybody always say before you would do his, do his stuff, he'd always like drink like ten cups of coffee or something. Is that? Did you see that?
0: I saw twenty chicken breasts in his bag. So I, that's what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> he had a bag of twenty chicken breasts, and I was hungry.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <No>. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, Gr- uh Granny, what do you got for our, our guest, Onyx?
3: Well, you know, Icon, I've already pretty much asked my questions when she was on here last time. I'm gonna let Doug ask her another question since this is the first time he's ever had the opportunity to speak with this wonderful lady.
5: Okay, yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Hey, all the uh, pro, all the uh, promoters and all the uh, organizations that you've worked for. Who was your favorite one to work for, and why? if you had one?
0: That is a great question. That is a great question, and I know that for sure. It's STJ. His name is Ed Hunter. He's in California, not far from the LAX airport. He has a wrestling ring in his backyard. He's probably filmed... I did thousands of videos. He probably has done 10,000 videos. So he um, he has supported many careers in the independent wrestling. Uh, he is a great man. I loved him to death. Sometimes you know before and after wrestling, cause we would wrestle all day, all night. You know we would go mm-hmm. in the kitchen and make like that. You know the little macaroni and cheese where you just add hot water. <laughs> ah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, he had a whole bo- boxes of those and. When you wrestle six seven hours, they're perfect. <laughs>
5: oh yeah, they, they they taste real good. Yeah, uh, six
0: seven <laughs> hours. So he had he
5: had a wrestling ring in his backyard, huh?
0: Yes, yes. And it's you know, and he also rents the ring out. So if anyone is in California, it's near LAX. Ed Ed Hunter STJ Productions. You can you can Google it. He has a ring you can even rent out if you want to. Take pictures in the ring, or play in the ring, or maybe someone there will help you learn a couple basic things in the ring, or maybe you want to meet one of the wrestlers in California. You could do that, but you know you just have to pay for their time and the ring rental.
5: How big is how big is the ring?
0: <sighs> That's a good question. I believe it is a professional size ring, so whatever those measurements are, I think twenty by twenty. I believe,
5: yeah, it's usually yeah. Me. And this by one's definitely on
0: the more of a bigger, bigger. I think it's bigger than the professional ring actually.
5: Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, usually twenty by twenty, but yeah, but yeah, great. Yeah, you said you uh, was on the Spider-Man movie, and and you spoke uh, spoke about Randy Savage. Uh, did he ever give you any pointers? As far as Ben, the pro wrestling business, him or China, Or did y'all just talk about the movie and not about
0: the business? No, no. It was just a hi, how are you? And, you know, everybody has their own kind of trailers. And, you know, then when they call you Mm -hmm. set, you're kind of working. So um, we try to keep it professional. You, You really don't want to talk when you're on set too much because the lady people have to hear, you know, the other people on the production crew with the camera and the microphone, so we try to give them as much time and and be quiet mm-hmm. just it costs a lot of money to run those movies so um but I didn't really talk to him personally when we were shooting, and I really didn't see him much if when we weren't shooting, but you know he seemed was he was a sincere and a very nice guy, and I actually have a picture that uh that he autographed. So, did you ever did you get the Spider-Man picture that was all autographed? Uh, well, I
2: uh I I have it saved on my computer, but I was never able to uh I was never able to print it out. Okay. Uh you know, if if I have to, I would be willing to uh you know, send you money to get, you know, get some mm-hmm. uh you know, some uh actual pictures, you know, of you mm-hmm. signed. You know, I I'd be willing to do that, you know.
0: Uh correct, yes. Um I I have I have copies of those pictures but um but you do have the one that's signed, so you have seen it. Yeah, so yes, did, I have. Did everyone did get to autograph a picture for spider fireman.
2: And uh, no. also, uh, if I if if I'm not mistaken, uh uh you did like uh the different collectors cards that the icon made for you?
0: Yes. Absolutely. I used and that it was, on my Facebook
2: page. Right, and it was my it was it was definitely my pleasure to do that for you. Uh and uh you know, it it's an honor of mine that uh, I'm I'm going off topic here making it about myself, but it was it was it's an honor that you're actually using those uh I think you're also using them on your Instagram as well.
0: I am. I am. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. They look good. So, you
2: you know, you originally started out. Uh, Onyx is our guest. We have about nine minutes here left uh, with you, uh, give or take. Uh, you started out as Bronco Billy. When did you – how long were you Bronco Billy before you switched to Onyx?
0: Uh, that started, I believe, I don't remember, it might have been, yeah, it was. I think it was the year 2000, and this is good that these are even numbers, because I'm really bad with numbers, but it was, I started in the year 2000 when I was 30, and it, the TV show went on for, it wasn't long, it wasn't more than three years, so when the TV show had ended because we were on pay per view and uh Selena Majors, you know, apparently was bleeding really, really bad, so I think they pulled the T V show. You know? That
2: was uh that was that was Glow Wrestling, correct? Mm, yes. Yeah, we've had uh I'm trying to remember uh the name of the gal that we had, uh was it Savannah? No. What was her name? Uh um, oh, I can't, I can't believe I forgot Beach her patrol? name. Beach patrol. Uh Savannah Summers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's going to kill me for forgetting her name. <laughs> I told her I would <laughs> never forget her. Uh So, uh I I know you uh did this when you first started out, but we want to be able to get a good recording of this. We're going to uh we're going to take a quick time out and do that promo again uh so we can record it uh and uh I'll count you down from five, and then uh, we'll continue with what we're doing. Okay, ready? Here we go. Five,
0: four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Onyx, and you're listening to Attitude Air Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and the granny holster.
2: Now, granny, you got to admit, that's probably the biggest pop you've got.
3: Well, one of the biggest, yeah. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty awesome. So, thank you. So, uh, thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I, 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 I know I still have more time left, but before I forget, not forget, because some people have forgotten. But I want to wish you guys a happy New Year because I haven't talked to you since then.
3: That's true, you, too. It's still
0: January, this is still new year, that's it's, right. If you've had a new year's resolution, you shouldn't have given up by now you have, you should at least fulfill it' until January thirtieth <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
2: you know uh as long as we're as long as we're talking about the new year and everything you know we we just we just have a blast, you know when you're on with us, and uh. You know, I know it's uh, probably too early to tell, but uh, could I set up a, another date for you to
0: come on with us again? Absolutely. Of course, of course. But to the, the finish the one question that was asked about from Bronco Billy to Onyx, when, when, when Bronco Billy went down with WOW Women of Wrestling, a.k.a. GLOW, Glamorous Ladies of Wrestling, could not use, continue Bronco Billy because the company owned that. So that's when I started my own wrestling company and my own name, and then that's when Onyx came about. So from the year 2003 until now, Onyx has been very, 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 very mean. <laughs>
2: so uh, right now it is uh, January 15th, and uh, I want to put you in at the midpoint. Uh, how about July 15th at the uh, same time, 10:15 p.m.?
0: July fifteenth? Yep. Okay.
2: And you know I'll send you a uh reminder again, uh for the to uh
0: Definitely uh, remind me because I'll tell you why. I have long term memory loss and short term memory loss. If you don't keep reminding me I'll forget. <laughs> but
2: but you, you always remember that the icon loves you the most though, right?
0: I know for sure, very much. You've awesome. had faith in me more than people well, even closer to me than you and you know, that's nice.
2: Yes, and uh so uh so uh ladies and gentlemen, July fifteenth, ten fifteen PM. Mark your calendars and I like I said I'll send you a reminder the week before and the day of, like I always do. Uh to remind you Now if our fan, We got about four minutes left here with Onyx uh, If our fans wanted to check you out And keep uh, Keep uh, tabs on you Do you have a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitter, YouTube What do you got? Website? I
0: have, I have a website I have YouTube I have Twitter I have Lickin um, I, have, I have it all What is it? Is it Twitter, Instagram, Lickin, Facebook YouTube, how do you find me, Onyx the Wrestler, Onyx the Wrestler, and then, you know, my website will pop up, and all my links will pop up, um, there's another Onyx the Wrestler, but, um, I'm not so, I'm the so male, I'm not the male Onyx, obviously, I'm the female Onyx wrestler. So, basically, as
2: long as uh, they go to any form, and they, uh, they type in Onyx, they'll find you.
0: Correct, Onyx the Wrestler. That's it. O N Y X. Awesome. I was uh, I was almost I was, was I was first in this game. I remember being on the internet first. I'm surprised how far the the internet has come.
2: Now you know you mentioned that some someone else had was using the name Onyx. Did you ever think of uh, trying to get the guy for gimmick infringement?
0: No, he was Onyx before me. Oh, okay. But you're the better mm-hmm. Onyx. Of course. See, that's Backed why we that's out. why we love Onyx. You know, yeah, that's why know. we love Onyx. Because he's may awesome. know Onyx the wrestler. He may have wrestled with WWE twenty some years ago, so I don't I don't even know where he is right now. You know, I'm sure he's definitely retired.
2: And you you could beat him anyway. We know that.
0: that's, that's correct. No <laughs> doubt. You set your mind to something; it's pretty powerful. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta get up and do it. Trust me. You know, sometimes uh, you have to work hard. You have to work hard to have something. You know, not much comes to you if you just lay in bed all day. That's yeah, true. As a
2: matter of fact, I, I just found a guy. He uh, his name is looks like Onyx Daniel,
6: just mm-hmm. like you. And there's
2: also a Dan Daniel Onyx but you're the you're the best onyx, and we know that, and I'm not just saying that
0: because you're on the show
2: because it's true, and you are
0: thank you very much. It's nice of you to say, and so are you guys. I'm happy to be part of the show
2: awesome uh big swing. you got anything for uh onyx before uh uh she heads out? He's doing double duty, so he, he, he's probably not paying attention. But uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, we do appreciate uh, you joining us uh, tonight, taking time out of your schedule. And yes. uh, we uh, will talk to you again in July, the midway point of the year. And yes. uh, once, once again, you've been awesome. And uh, uh, one other quick thing I'll ask you, uh, I can actually make uh, – the actual collector's cards and send them to you, uh, but I'm sure you don't trust me with your address, but I would love to send those mm. to you.
0: Okay, okay, message me, message me. Okay, all
2: right, I will definitely. We'll talk, do that. On, we'll
0: talk on the FB.
2: Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Onyx, and uh, like I say, thank you for Thank you, guys. Time thank, on you. Your Thanks,
5: guys. thank you. Thanks, Onyx. Thank you. Enjoy
2: cooking those crabs up for your uh for all your fans that are we're gonna send to you Awesome. All right, guys. That went well. Uh yeah. real, good. real quick here, I just want to let everybody know uh who our guests are next week and then we'll uh we got about fifteen minutes left of the show here. Uh next week we're gonna have uh, Autumn Seaton. Uh we're gonna have John Rage Lesser and we're going to have Todd Phillips with us. Yes, it's going to be awesome. And uh like I say uh with uh with our our, our surprise buddy now uh Doug Masters joining us the pretty boy himself. Uh I always I always refer to him as Mr. Gold uh golden uh, hairbrush because that's when I started <laughs> following his career is when he got that gold uh, hairbrush and uh my sisters and mother are still upset with me cuz I uh, painted uh, all their brushes gold because of uh uh because of Doug Masters wow uh, I cool know, I don't know Thank if, you. I don't know if they ever for- I'm sure by this point they've forgiven
6: me
5: but I don't know uh I I guess I'll never know but <laughs> Yeah, that well, was um, it was a good thing you did that cuz the pretty boy was all worth well worth it.
2: Right. And it, the the funny thing is when I, I remember when you had that uh when you had that gold uh, brush uh after I saw that the the next day uh I uh I went out to my dad's garage, found some gold paint and I painted the brush and uh my sisters and my mother asked, "Hey, Where'd our brush go? I said, Oh, I painted it gold because of Doug Masters. They said, You what?
6: <laughs> and I said,
5: uh, I painted it gold. And I said, You just have to deal with it. You know? <laughs> there you go. They probably forgave you by now or forgot about it. Right. But you got to tell us real quick, how did the gold uh, brush come about? I tell you what, every week uh, there at the sports arena there in Portland, Oregon, um, there'd be. Uh, a security guard knock on the door and say, this package is for you. Every week, I'd open it up, and it would be a brush in it. Well, week after week after week, come to it, and all of a sudden, uh, I opened up the package one day, and there was a gold brush in there, and I thought, wow, you know, I was gonna, I was looking for kind of a gimmick anyway, you know, get cheap heat with, right? Well, uh, there was a the gold brush, and uh, I just started carrying that, and after that, the brush just quit coming, so... I guess they would just wait for me to carry it to the ring. I guess so. It kind of fell into place. It was ironic how it did, but that's how it happened. That's how the world famous gold brush come into. Then you I had people carrying. Then I had people making them and bring them to the matches and stuff. So hey, if you didn't have to paint yours. I had to paint mine. <laughs> did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have to. It was funny though. They quit. That person started carrying it. That whoever was. Hey, you know what? I never found out who 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 brought that. So uh, that's that's mystery. If anybody out there did do that, they do remember. It was good for you to do that because it sure made me a lot of a lot of money. You know, and, you know, I was going to ask you. Uh, you know, Doug, uh,
2: if you know someone's listening to this show, and you're like, wait a minute. That was me. And uh, they call in and say, hey, that was me.
5: How would they – would you make them prove that? <laughs> or would you just think well, – I mean, Well, you know what? I, now I'd probably make them prove that. Ask them uh, what year, uh, what day of the week. I, You know, I know that's – I know that for a fact. It was every Saturday night, and but but wow, what year? That'd be a good question right there. I never thought about that, but yeah, because you never know, you know. As much uh, m- much uh, fans and viewers as you've got, you never know, you know. It'd be yeah, it would be ironic if that did happen, though. You know what I'm saying? That would be cool. That that would be awesome. It's you know it'd be
2: nice to find you know. Find out who uh, who helped you with, uh, you know, your gimmick. I mean, that would
5: be really cool. Yeah. The other uh, day, speak, I, I'm, one more thing here. The other day, I messaged some fan of mine that used to watch me. He said, you don't remember me, but I just this blonde-headed kid that used to come to Tillamook, Oregon, and Portland, Oregon, and, and to watch you, and I grew up, and he said, you kept me off the streets. Uh, on on Saturday nights and 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 this and that and, and I asked him if he's a professional wrestler now and he said no I'm a boxer so uh, that's pretty cool I get messengers all the time on messenger they look me up and they uh, I always take out the time to answer them you know what I'm saying so if it wasn't for them that's what I'm saying if it wasn't for the fans we wouldn't be nobody you know did, did well did you did you remember the kid no, I, don't. I did not. Like, I told him, he said, you remember me? And I said, no, I don't. I'm sorry, you know, because, you know, it was so many years ago. Plus, you know, we've seen so many people, you know, come and go. That was just a little – Tillamook was right outside of the uh, Coos Bay, so that was like a once every six months deal. But he'd always make it to to the uh, – you know, we did, a, we did TV every Saturday night. So – uh that was every Saturday night, and that was our main our main show of the week was right then. So, but anyway, yeah, he, uh, it's pretty cool, man. I told him, you know, thank you, and that probably made his day. You know, I know I, I, it always makes my day when I when the fans do that. You know, what I'm saying I always take out time to to answer their questions if if I can, you know. Well, you know, it's like you know in
2: this business. The wacky world of wrestling is, you know, it's sometimes referred to, you know, it's like we all have heroes, you know, and we all have people that we emulate, you know, Mm -hmm. like I say, when I was a kid, I took my sister and mother's uh, brush and I painted it gold. And, uh, you know, there was even a time when I even dyed my hair blonde. And, uh, you know, that was an homage to you, but. As I as I got older and started watching the WWE,
6: the one
2: wrestler I always aspired to be like was uh, Scott Hall. Uh, you oh, know, wow. I wear my long, I, I wear my hair long like he does. Uh, mm-hmm. I I've always tried to put a curl in the back of my hair like he does, and I you know I've always I've always wanted to meet him and let him know uh, how much that you know he is a wrestler meant to me uh but i can't ever I can't ever get' them on the show, you know I mean, yeah if anybody has any contacts with them, you know, let them know I'd love to talk to them you know i mean we we all have heroes that we want to talk to, you know, and exactly in your time in the business uh you know, I don't think I've ever asked you that
5: who who was your hero
2: growing up when you were watching wrestling Nick flair
5: flair the nature boy got The nature boy That's why I wore the robes. I had the blonde hair You know I still got the blonde hair What's left of it Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah all the years of that bleach Anyway no Rick Flair And I got the opportunity to wrestle a man When I was working for the USWA We was at the Mm -hmm. Mid-South Coliseum And he was supposed to wrestle Coco Beware that night And something happened And he had a car wreck And got injured and couldn't make it and Jerry Lawler and Jerry Jarrett come up to me because at the time me and Bart Sari had split up because we had the USWA tag team titles. title. So uh, he turned face. I turned, I was, we was a heel tag team and we had our, our angles over with. So they was, I was waiting to go to Puerto Rico and I was just kind of, you know, they didn't have nothing to do for me. And, uh, Lo and behold, I got to wrestle my my hero, my my uh, oh god, the guy I looked up to, the guy I wanted to be, the guy that I learned how to do promos from. You know, I mean, he had it all. He could, he did one heck of a promo, the one, the best one guy doing a promo in our in our business. Plus, he backed us up in the ring. You know, and that's why, what I uh, he looked at me and he said, "Just listen to me, kid." You know, and I was. Once I got in the ring, and he made you. That's one thing about Nate. Nate they call him Nate. Uh, he always made whoever he was in a ring with, up till the day he retired, make him look like a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? He takes take these guys that that maybe didn't deserve it, but he'd always make you look like a million dollars. And I remember coming back to the uh, to the dressing room and him saying, "You know what? You got you got a potential in this. You got a career in this business." And uh, if you ever need uh, any references, yeah, uh, he gave me his number, and he said, just uh, put me down. And I was honored, you know. So and then I got to meet him again when he came to Puerto Rico when they, was, they used to fly him in and out to work colors on the weekends. So that was pretty cool, man. My, uh, my idol, you know, like you said, you have your own – your own idol and stuff like that, who you wanna be like, and that was him, you know. I mean, I remember growing up, you know, doing a, I never did the woo or nothing like that, but I always, you know, practiced the promos and 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 try to, you know, gimmick you know, had to fall, you know, the front bump and all this and that that I did and stuff like that. But yeah. That was him, man. The Nature Boy. And Nature's out there listening to you, man. Thanks for all the memories and and I heard that uh <coughs> I don't know I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that uh his his doctor said he was healthy enough, you know, he went through that coma and all that bad health problems a while back. His doctor said if he wanted to get back in the ring, he's healthy enough now too. Get back in the ring. But I don't see him doing that, you know. I see him enjoying retirement and, you know, he's still behind the scenes. He's still got that podcast he does, the Woo Nation. I believe he's still doing that, but Right. That answers yeah. That answers the question right there, Icon. Yeah. So
2: So uh now Doug, you uh we wanna make this a we wanna make this a uh a normal thing. So uh you'll uh you'll be on with
5: us, Daryl? Uh we can yes. count on you and you'll be with us? Yes, sir. Every Monday night, nine o'clock, 11. I sure will. All right, and then what I'll do is uh uh, i'll uh, change the uh, script
2: a little bit uh for our wrestlers to uh uh to uh, throw you in uh, your name in on the promo as well i uh, i'm pretty sure that uh big swing's gonna be coming here saying we're gonna get kicked off here shortly uh i'm sure uh, mm-hmm. but uh so yeah we got a big show next week and uh we got a lot of uh actors uh coming on with us uh in in the coming months we're gonna have byron sherry from the dukes of hazard he's gonna be on cool. with us we're gonna have uh larry hankin uh he was he played uh uh doobie the cab driver in the movie planes trains and automobiles uh so yeah we got uh we got a lot of big time guests coming and uh the show is not slowing down one bit because we got the big swing we got the icon, that's me, in case you didn't know. We got our surprise buddy, Doug Masters, and we got the ever so popular Granny Hulkster. Uh still waiting for those cookies. My birthday is coming up in two uh uh two weeks. I know as a you, when fact. your birthday,
0: Well, your
3: birthday is just it's the twenty seventh, right? Correct. Hey, Correct.
5: That's, your hey, birthday is word. four
3: days after my son's birthday. Right. My
5: birthday's hey, I come. My birthday's the twenty second of January.
3: Well, yours is the day before my son's, Doug. My son's wow. is the twenty th- third of
5: January. We're all Aquarius. Look at.
2: Yeah, the the water bearers.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know, it's funny. The twenty second. We're on the twenty first the day before your yeah. birthday and then mm-hmm. we're on the 28th, the day after mine. So one, one of these times we'll hit it, but, uh, you know, yeah, we'll definitely, uh, be singing happy birthday in a couple, a uh, couple rounds, uh, in the next couple weeks, go. which
5: will be fun. That'd be real fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, uh, we're still waiting for the signal for big swing. Maybe, uh, we're not going could get kicked off, uh, in a minute, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I got, uh, I got more surprises coming up. Oh, uh, we're also uh, going to have uh, Dick Vitale on the show with us, which should be really awesome.
1: That should be very fun. And speaking of Dick Vitale, speaking of ESPN, speaking of all that fun stuff, tune in to coverage right after this of Syracuse beating number one Duke on the road. Check it out.
5: Walking. You've done it now.